I'm on the beach. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, babies, chefs of the savory, chefs of the pastry, children, lions, tigers, bears. You can take the elevator. You can take the stairs as long as you're going up. Welcome to Culinary Common Sense, where it's common sense to make culinary comedy. You got to have sense to be culinary. I am your choice of voice for the morning, noon, or night. I appreciate y'all listening to old Mr. Hot Plate. Remember, there's no such thing as fresh frozen. I hope you got that, Jobin. Today's date is February 5th. You are now tuned in to History Being Made. This is episode number eight of Plenty, so don't put too much on your plate. This is a buffet, and I got plenty to share with y'all. How's everybody doing out there in culinary common sense land? It is 4.44 in the morning. Yeah, I record kind of late. Yeah, I'm, I'm a night owl. And, uh, you know, I almost didn't do an episode this week. Uh, hell, I almost decided not to do the podcast completely. I was like, either this is going to be my last episode or I was going to disappear from the podcast game with no announcement. <laughs> You know, sometimes when you're a creator, you lose that ability to create or you think you do and uh, things start to not look good, sound good or even reach your level of perfection to present to your audience. Uh, I lost a big part of my motivation and inspiration. And when you lose a part of your motivation and your inspiration, you fall into a rut. And when you fall into a rut, everything is blank. It's like a writer's block. You know, your brain is crowded. It's full, but it's like full of pessimistic thoughts. It's like trying to create the perfect dish or make something hearty from the heart. But you're doing it in a dirty, cluttered kitchen with too many people and not enough tools and resources or product. But one thing you got to do when you love to do something is you got to look into the future and leave the past behind. Because looking back can halt your progress and looking forward can increase your faith and belief. So part of my motivation and inspiration might be gone now, but I just need a spark. So I have some choices. I could either sulk and be complacent and regret that I didn't do anything to change my circumstance, or I can continue to move forward towards the betterment of my future and hopefully one day, I can get my motivation and my inspiration back. You know, one candle can light another and neither one will lose its spark. So we can definitely light up the room together. So to all my listeners, I do it for y'all as well. To know that y'all look forward to hearing my voice and I can make your morning, noon or night. That keeps me going. So to anybody and everybody who has ever listened, supported, shared, liked, and appreciated any content I pre- presented. I love y'all, especially you. And if you ever told me personally how much you love my content, I appreciate y'all, especially you. And that goes for old followers, new listeners, anything. So I really appreciate it. But on to a sunnier note. Does anybody miss the beach? I know I do. I... I I can't remember the last time I felt sand on my toes. I haven't been to the beach in it feels like years. And I, I lived in Houston for quite a while and I never touched Galveston. It's just that I just never touched it. I never touched Galveston. I always felt like it was just like a dirty beach. But, 
you know, when I was a teenager, I used to love the beach. I remember Miami Beach, Fort Lauderdale Beach, St. Thomas, which is really nice. Uh, Ruba, Puerta Vallarta. I think I said that right. My accent sucks. I got to work on my my Spanish. Um, I noticed one or maybe more than I've, more than that that I visited, but I can't remember right now. And y'all know what the best part of the beach is? Melanin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Melanin. Like, especially like dark chocolate. Like the way the water glistens all over a chocolate body. It's amazing. Like, not only that, when melanin gets out of the water and you see the water driplets and then the sand sticks to the glutes when they say, say, that's a beautiful sight. It's it's really gorgeous. If you haven't noticed, you know, I was I was a pretty perverted kid growing up and I'm not. You know, I'm pretty sure it transformed in my adult years, but that's that's pretty much, you know, a glimpse of what I remember about the beach. Like just melanin, pretty much melanin. Yeah. But, you know, I love the ocean, but I feel like the older I get, the more afraid I am of the ocean. The ocean is is a scary place, man. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's even scarier at night. I, the ocean is, is it's, it, it has a lot of random danger in it. You know, a lot of it, it is not even live fish. I mean, the rocks and the seaweed, they're dangerous too. You ever felt seaweed on your legs in the ocean? Didn't know what it was. Oh, Jesus Christ. You freak out. Like what the, you know, and then humans, we don't, we don't necessarily deserve the beach. Anyway, we treat the ocean like it's our own personal toilet, spit sink, puke bucket, coffin, trash can, anything that you think of that comes out of your body or you don't want anymore or doesn't live. Humans put it in the ocean. It's just it's 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 terrible. You ungrateful bastards. On top of that, you got all kind of God's creatures that a lot of humans haven't even discovered. Bro, every time I get on the Internet, I don't know if anybody follows uh I think his name is like Patrick, but it's like Pat Geo. He's part of the all deaf creative team. He's always got a video and there are some new animals in the ocean that I've never, I've never seen. I mean, who discovered these weird animals, mammals in the ocean? The ocean is a, is a, it's a mystery. There's parts of the ocean that humans haven't even touched. So I can't imagine what lives over there. You know what I mean? So. But I can vaguely remember this one time, really not even vague at all. We took a family trip to Jamaica and, you know, that place is amazing. I love I love that was that was one of our best family trips that I can recall. It, it was it was it was great. It was great. So we go to the beach and uh, we on the beach and me and my dad, you know, we we going into the water. That's what we do. You know, we my mom and my sister, they not they not touching that water like that. You know what I mean? So we go into the water and we're just walking in the water. And, you know, we don't go too deep. You know, it's, it's not deep enough to where, you know, you can't stand up. It I always made sure I could stand up. And then, you know, my daddy goes a little further, you know, the football player in him. He just got to be dangerous, I guess. I don't I was like. This nigga tripping. I ain't going that far. 
So we keep walking. You know, I'm I'm a little behind him because I'm only five nine, so I'm probably like five seven at that point. And uh, now, just so y'all know, as I'm walking in the water, you know, I have my goggles and my snorkel on, so I can see underwater and walk and breathe at the same time. You know, so I want to see the fish. And as I'm walking, what do I see underwater? A freaking stingray pops his ass up underneath the sand. And what you think I did? I got out the I got out the damn water. That's what I did. Feet only at this point, Playboy. I am not no no no. I told my dad, I said, you better get your ass out the water. The stingrays in there. You know what he told me? He told me, yeah, I just saw two of them. And you still in the you still in the water? You still in the water? I'm scared for my life and yours. I really don't want my mom to be a single mother at this point and have to tell people, you know, her husband got stung by a freaking stingray in Jamaica. That's not that's not the way I want him to go out. That's not that's not what I imagined. That's not what I it's not what I imagined at all. So I got out of the water. You know, I guess I'll be the man of the house because I ain't messing with no stingrays. And when that thing popped up out of the water, I, I was like, nope, I'm gone. That probably was the last time I got in the ocean water. If I if I ever get back in, the water has to be like super clear. You know, it's, it's got to be clear. It's It's got to be straight up. I can see it just standing there, you know, but, the, you know, the ocean is cool. I like I like the ocean. It's just it's 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 a mysterious place, man. It's it's very mysterious. I don't know if I can live by the water though. I just don't like hurricanes and stuff like that. I I ain't got time to be getting up and moving. But you know, you never know where this podcast could take me. We we shall see what the future holds. You know, I'm not gonna count it out. You know, somebody give me a beach house. I'm not gonna turn it down. That sounds hey. I would love to do that. You know, but then again. I like where I'm at now. You know, Dallas is in the center. You know, you know, you know, there's no hurricanes. It's a tropical storm. It's not a hurricane. You know, we got tornadoes, but they don't really hit like in the area. You know what I mean? We had like two earthquakes in the past, like hundred years that I, that I can know of, you know, so I'm good where I'm at right now. But Hey, if anybody want to, you know, run these numbers up and get your boy beach house, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? I ain't got to go in the water. I can just look at the water. You know what I mean? You know, now that I think about it, the ocean ain't nothing but God's brining liquid for fish. That's all it is. That's all it is. I that that's how you know he black. <laughs> that's how you know he black. He didn't season the water. There's, there's nothing better than seafood. I'm sorry. Like beef, chicken, pork. Let me tell you something. If there was nothing but seafood to eat, you know, I, that's what I would eat. I wouldn't, I don't need chicken, beef, and pork. I really don't. I feel like, I feel like God wants us to eat fish. You know what I mean? What did the gospel of John say? What Jesus served in 5,000 people? What did Jesus serve 5,000 people? Five loaves and two fish. All right. Yeah. So if you don't eat seafood, you're basically denying God. You know what I mean? I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. And he stretched that shit out for real, didn't he? Jesus is either a cheapskate or a black mom. You know, black moms, they know how to stretch some food out, don't they? They just throw it in one pot and make a one-pot meal, stretch it out. That lasts you for, hell, y'all already know how spaghetti work. Mm, all right, yeah. You already know how spaghetti work. And five loaves and two fish ain't staying in no Tupperware. 
for the rest of your life and it's clean. <laughs> All black people got that one Tupperware, maybe two, where it's just stained with spaghetti. I don't know why we can't get it out. I'm pretty sure they got a a uh, a thing on TikTok where they teach you how to clean it. We just got to look it up. And I know y'all seen those fish symbols uh, for for Christians on people's cars and stuff. That ain't a, that's a secret symbol for Christians. I don't know if y'all know that they used that back in the day so people wouldn't persecute them. So they had to communicate without talking. So the the you know the fish, it was like a sign. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's a sign in itself to go fishing. Just go fishing, eat, and don't say nothing. We on the same page, baby. We on the same page. Why you think nobody talk when they go fishing? So y'all not thinking. They say you're going to scare the fish away. They hear you talking. The fish hear you talking and they communicate with Jesus. Jesus tell them if you deserve it or not. You know what I'm saying? Once you teach a man to fish, he will eat forever. But sometimes you got to learn a lesson first. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Y'all keep tuning in. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep preaching. I'm gonna keep preaching. I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna bless you. You know what up? Yeah, you heard me. Yeah, what up? You know. But yeah, bro. All that ocean. That's just seasoning. He didn't season the water for us. He he has seasoned the water for us. Now, granted, you know I sprinkle a little bit more on there when I cook it, but he seasoned the water. The fish is ready. He got herbs in the ocean. He got his rocks really, you know, the rocks, they really just, you know, whole peppercorns, rock salt. You know what I'm saying? He got a little seaweed in there, seagrass, kelp, algae. That ain't nothing but parsley, cilantro, and dill. That's that's all that is. Coral, that ain't nothing but a little star anise. You know what I'm saying? Algae, that, that's just basil. All that, that's just flavor. Come, come on, y'all. The ocean is full of umami flavor. Delicious. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Look, you can't look, look, fix your mouth. Don't even just close it because I'm not lying. The one thing I have been dying to do is catch a fish and cook it over a whole open flame with some rice, some kind of pickled cabbage coleslaw or something like that. That's that's the ultimate meal. You know, you got a lake out back. Catfish are delicious. Cast my reel. Pull that out. Fry it. Dye it. Lay it to the side. Maybe some red beans and gravy. I ain't too lazy. Wash it down with some kind of fresh fruit juice. Not that store-bought stuff, though. I'm talking about some fruit straight out the tree or something. I I ain't climbing up no tree, but somebody will get it. I don't know. Somebody will get it. If I got I got all that money, I'd pay one of the locals to go up there and give me a coconut or something. That's what I'd do. Sit back with my chocolate, a cocktail, the sunset. Get a fire going. That sound like peace to me. I don't know about y'all. That sound like that sound like peace, man. As long as it don't hurricane don't come. That's that's one thing I do not want to deal with is a hurricane. I'll tell you that much. Speaking of chocolate, when talking about chocolate, you can't not talk about the chocolate cake. And what did you y'all know what I'm about to say? The chocolate cake and Matilda. There's no other chocolate cake they can compare. I mean, what are you going to bring up? Tell me what you're going to bring up. They can compare to the chocolate cake and Matilda. There's, when people say chocolate cake, they think about what do they say? Oh, you gonna make one like the one off Matilda. It's what you going to say. What are you going to bring up to compare to that? That's going to beat Matilda. I love Lucy. No, just because it's old and black and white doesn't mean it's better. 
Drake say the best. It's not about who did it first, it's about who did it right. Willy Wonka, no. Willy Wonka was all about chocolate. Chocolate is in the damn movie name. And it still doesn't add up to the chocolate cake and Matilda. It just it just doesn't. By the way, the Willy Wonka movie with Johnny Depp, it's really underrated. You guys should check it out. You really should. But who who, who we got next? Forrest Gump? <laughs> no. No, they didn't even want to show that chocolate. That's not even up for a debate. As no, Forrest Gump is out of the picture. Not even up for debate. Sorry. The help. Well, we all know what happened to that pie. So it doesn't even fall in the edible or enjoyable category. So. So back to what I was saying, the Matilda cake, the goat of chocolate cake. It's literally the goat of chocolate cake. I mean, that, go back and watch the movie. Just go back and watch it. Whenever you get a chance, just go back and watch it. That chocolate cake was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lady who made it the cafeteria lady her name was cookie we all know she was you see how dirty she looked and she made that that chocolate cake look sexy i would love to see that chocolate cake do the busted challenge or the silhouette challenge both of them she the entire confection i have never been a stranger of eating chocolate you understand me shit that motherfucking chocolate man say that chocolate cake. Let me chill. Let me chill. Let me chill. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on from that, but we still talking about this chocolate cake. And you know, <laughs> watching that that scene where Bruce eats that chocolate cake on Matilda, it reminds me of you weirdos <laughs> who watch other people eat on YouTube or Instagram. What's wrong with y'all? What the hell is wrong with y'all? What's wrong with y'all? Uh, what? What's wrong with y'all? Now let somebody watch you while you eat. You wouldn't like that, would you? Nah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You ever try to watch a black person eat? Oh, get out of my mouth. That's the favorite. Why are you all in my mouth? You you on YouTube in everybody's mouths. Is this like a sexual thing for y'all? Or is it relaxing? I don't get it. I really don't. I mean, I'll watch them cook it, but a lot of times when they start getting to the eating part, I'm like, okay, all right, I get it. It's it's delicious. It's supposed to be, you know, you can tell if it's good just by looking at it. I don't have to see you eat it, put it in your mouth and lick it. Oh, God. Unless it's like a sexual innuendo, like a banana, like if a woman's eating a banana or something like that, or she got a cherry or some whipped cream. Yeah, I can understand that for dudes, you know, from a dude's viewpoint. Now, I don't know what women watch other dudes eat, but I don't know. I don't think dudes are capable of making food look sexy like women do, but whatever, that ain't my preference, but I'm just, I'm just confused. Is it, is it a sexual thing for y'all? Like to watch people eat lobster and crab and eat burgers? Like what? <laughs> That's so weird. Y'all are so weird. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm so confused. Okay, let me. Let me <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> Look, I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. If you want to, you know, get your views up by watching people, you know, by letting people watch you eat, you know, macaroni and cheese, that's fine. That is fine. It's just, hey, oh man, I'm, I might have to get into it. I might have to start eating. <laughs> I might have to start eating on camera. I mean, 
you know, whatever it, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. <laughs> you know, let me just say this. If y'all can watch other people eat on social media or whatever bootleg the DVD man is selling you of people eating food, I can smack my food whenever I want to. I mean, that's we, we got to negotiate at some point. End of either negotiate or end of discussion. Pick one. As a matter of fact, smacking actually makes your food taste better. This is facts. This is facts. Ask anybody. You can ask any foodie, food blogger, chef, whatever. Smacking makes your food taste better. It's. I mean, it's got something to do with the natural oxygen that the Lord has blessed us with. Mixed with some good food. It has to be good food. Not, not, not just some bullshit. It has to be mixed with some good food and a trained palate. I mean, and the food is going to be 10 times better. Orgasmic, if you ask me. Okay, okay, you disagree? Okay, all right, I'll make y'all a deal. This is the deal. I will make y'all a deal, okay? Y'all listening? I will stop smacking and let y'all watch people eat on the internet without me making fun of y'all. As long as you don't get mad at your dog when he does it to you. When he you can't get mad at your dog when he or she does it to you. No, no. <laughs> don't back out of the deal now. Come on, let's discuss. Why is it that y'all can watch other people eat, but your dog can't? Why can't your dog watch you? But you can watch Craig eat a sandwich on YouTube with chips on it. You tell me. Come on now. Talk to me. Okay, so let's make it normal for dogs to watch us eat. Because people watch watch each other eat all the time. Y'all turn that into a hobby. So as long as you can watch other humans eat, y'all should let Rocco and Coco and Marley, all them do the same thing. And I hope they drool. I really do. I hope they do. I hope they drool. I hope they do. Now, before I get out of here, I got a little jokey joke for y'all. I want y'all to follow along, okay? So, all right, here we go. Knock, knock. Now, y'all know damn well niggas don't knock on the doors no more. We ring doorbells with cameras on them. We already know who at the door. I don't even know why y'all even... I didn't have any listeners calling this week, my loyal listeners. I didn't have any calling this week, but that's okay. Like I always tell y'all, it's never too late to send in your voice messages. And let me know how you feeling about anything. And I will definitely put you in the next episode. So make sure y'all go send in your voice messages. I promise it takes only 10 seconds. And if you would, you know, it would make my day because I really want y'all to be a part of the show. And I think it would really be fun for y'all to hear yourselves on the, on future episodes. So make sure y'all go do that so y'all can be a part of the show. And we can get some callers in. Now, y'all already know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It should be your favorite part of the show. This is the Music, Movie, and Munchie Minute. This is the segment of the show where I share my favorite music, movie, and munchies of the week. Now, my music recommendation of the week. I really hadn't had enough time to figure out which album I wanted y'all to listen to. So, I'm going to go with a classic. And this is a top five album on my list. Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor album. That album is so dope to me and when you listen to it i hope it's dope to you that album brings back a lot of college memories by the way so make sure y'all go check that out really good album 
my movie recommendation is actually a movie I saw not too long ago. It's called Overlord. It's about a group of American soldiers who come across some Nazi super soldiers. Now, I know it sounds corny just for me <laughs> saying that, but I'm telling y'all, it's a good movie. And the lead character is a black guy. So that was enough for me to watch it. Uh, my, <laughs> my munchie recommendation. I recommend that everybody please go and try boiling crab. If you haven't had it, and I don't really know a lot of people who haven't had it, but if you have not had it, you are definitely missing out. It is some of the best crawfish seafood boil you will ever have. Like the sauce is amazing. I actually had the opportunity to try the whole bang. We got lobster, crab, fish, shrimp, all that. It was, it was even better the second day. So delicious. Got to try it. The, the one I had is off of Walnut Street in Dallas. It's it's five stars. You're going to love it. If you tune into my eighth episode, I really appreciate it. I hope I made your morning, afternoon, or night. I especially hope that you tuned in and I made your entire day and night. Look for the next episode to drop by subscribing and following all necessary social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and I do have a website now. It's a work in progress. And you can find all that information in my bio on Instagram. Run those numbers up on everything so I can get out of my mama house. Don't forget to donate if you're going to donate. That link is in my bio as well. If you have anything to say to Mr. High Plate, don't forget. It is never too late to send me a voice message and be a part of the podcast. I have a lot of excitement new content and merchandise for you guys coming real soon you never know when i got something on my mind and i want to drop it in y'all's ear so don't be too far don't be too near because you don't want to miss the next episode of culinary common sense i'm your host mr hot plate himself all right now you fucking donuts